Hi, I'm Ruth. And I'm Lori. And this is 80s Music Rewind, where we discuss 80s music and culture as only two friends who have been friends since the 80s can. So sit back and take a listen. This is 80s Music Rewind. Hi, everybody. Welcome to 80s Music Rewind. My name is Ruth. And I'm Lori. Today, we are going to talk about George Michael, and we went to see the Freedom Uncut movie. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite songs from George Michael and Wham. And some of them may be from the 90s, because I think we could do that. It's our podcast. <laughs> and We're so breaking our own rules. We're breaking our own rules. Breaking the rules. Trying breaking not to, rules. but it relates a lot to the movie. The movie's more 90s-centric and 2000s-centric, I think, than it is than 80s-centric. But, I mean, I know that you said they barely talked about wham but i felt like they talked about wham a lot I five minutes worth it was see more than five minutes worth. well that's what i was reading that somebody timed it it was like five minutes well it was more than five minutes i hate to tell them that was more than five minutes but I appreciate all the um, old school videos. Well, not old school. The videos being shown and pictures of Andrew Ridgely. Because even though we went to see a movie about, you know, George Michael, you know, I have my soft spot for Andrew Ridgely. So. so the movie that we're talking about is a movie called George Michael Freedom Uncut. And then um, it's a movie that he started with his friend um, David Austin, I think. Is that right? Yeah. David Austin years ago chronicling his story of success because he didn't like being famous per se Mm -hmm. he just wanted to be a musician a musician but he he grew up wanting fame and if you've read the andrew ridgely book which i will hand to you when you leave for you to read but you know she just gave me a look i did she gave me a look i so did um, I will hand you the book when you leave for you to okay, read. Okay, thank you. I mean, I do sure want to read it back because well, I desperately want to keep it. It's okay. Is there some drool on some pictures? I do are not want drool. Are there pictures? There are lots of pictures. <sighs> so at any rate, um, so I had read Andrew's book and I had seen a biography done on God, I want to say it was ITV or Channel 4. No, you're right. It was shown on that I read that little article that you sent to me about the movie, and it was shown on TV. They brought it just for one day this past Thursday in theaters, so you could go see it. Um, But it was previously shown on BBC. Right. But I don't know, after I watched that movie in the theater, I think I saw the different one. And then I went to YouTube and looked at the ones I had seen on YouTube, and that one wasn't it. So it was different. Oh, it was different? Okay. Because there were, after he died, there were three or four. Like, I watched The Last Mm -hmm. Five Days of George Michael. I watched um, The Last Years of George. I mean, there Mm -hmm. were, like, so many different ITV and Channel 4 documentaries. So, getting back to it. So, he... Filmed this movie with David Austin, which was one of his friends, one of his best friends, um, and all this jazz. And he died in 2016. Like they found him Christmas morning, mm-hmm. George Michael Christmas morning, 2016. Mm-hmm. And the film was done-ish, and they were going to show it to their families. Like David and George were going to show it to their families on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. So David had to to. to trim it it got shown on channel four in october 2017 he didn't like the edit because he didn't it wasn't in the the full story he fought with them about rights he restored the final cut i'm looking at this through the on the interwebs 
Um, mm-hmm. Kate Moss did an introduction, and there yeah. were tribute performances by Adele and George and Chris Martin of Coldplay. Oh my god! That at the end, the Chris Martin singing a different corner and George Michael. Oh my god! Ruth and I just sat there. I mean, it was the credits were rolling. But we weren't the only ones. We just sat there because it was just so beautiful. And it was so, I mean, seriously, it was very touching. Like, I almost started crying. It, I was, I was like it was, tearing up so bad. I mean, my God. I mean, that was, it was beautiful. I love that song. Love that song. Yeah. And it was, I'm just like, um, it was like almost haunting. Yeah. It was, ugh. Uh. Yeah. It was amazing. One of his best quotes in the film is quoted in this article I'm looking at that says, this is from George Michael. Oh my God, I'm a massive star and I think I may be a poof. I <laughs> laughed. I was like, <laughs> internal. I wasn't like, oh, at the mm. theater, but I was like, <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of the way that it was with yeah. him. You know, so, you know, um, just talking about George Michael, um, I never realized he was so funny. The mm. fact that, I mean, I'm sure everyone who is a George Michael fan know, knows about, you know, unfortunately, the incident that happened in Los Angeles in that bathroom. And um, he like totally made fun of himself. I mean, he didn't like let himself be him go into hiding or be embarrassed about like what happened. And I thought it was so funny. Like he was on an interview show and he, go, they, and he goes, of course, they don't send in Gomer Pyle is undercover <laughs> cop. <laughs> and I like that. I just laughed out loud because it's so true. Yeah. I mean, you know, nobody would want that to happen to them. But I mean, I like how he handled it and how he totally made fun of himself and just seeing clips of like shows he was on and parts he's played um, where he totally is making fun of that incident. And like the video, that song when he came out and the whole video is Hello just, yes, it's just outside, so yeah. funny. I don't know how I never saw the video. Really? I've never seen that See, video. I've seen it a bunch. But um, the best part, I loved it when he was doing um, Comic Relief. When he did Comic Relief and he was in the car with what's his name? The guy that's not nice to people. Late Night with James Gordon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The guy that's not very nice to people, mm-hmm. supposedly. Um, when he did that as like James Gordon was playing his character, I think it's Smithy. I think it's the character that he always played in that mm-hmm. show in in um, in England. Yeah, but um, that was freaking funny, and I rewatched that the other day because I was laughing so hard when I saw the close of it in the theater, and then I laughed at that. And then I remember watching the extras Christmas special and George Michael walking on, and I just ball. He was funny AF. He mm-hmm. would have been a very great comedic actor i just don't think he wanted to do it oh no i mean he wanted to create music yeah yeah he just wanted to create and he music. wasn't interested in he didn't want to be you know a sex symbol he didn't want to be you know the music industry's little poster boy you know shaking his butt and those tight jeans and things like that he wanted to make his own music and do things his own way and you know, I'm sure people, you know, thought he was just being pompous or arrogant, or whatever. And I mean, he just, that just wasn't him. He wasn't into, you know, I don't want to, you know, be, he didn't want to put on the, the what's that term? Horse and pony show, show and po- whatever that term is. We're like, oh, let's trot George out, yeah, you know. Horse and pony show. Yeah, horse and pony show, you know, like, let's trot you out. And oh, I have this new album, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, and it's interesting because I never really even noticed, which is weird. 
which just goes to show you that what the music industry was afraid of or his label was afraid of wasn't even a problem. But he wasn't even in, he didn't want to be in his own videos. And yeah. I like remember those videos and I'm like, oh, I love those videos. Like, I mean, this is one of the songs we're talking about, Freedom 90. Love that song. It is one of my favorite songs to this day. And he is not in that video. And did anybody even notice? Because he had like the top supermodels of the time in the video and the video was really cool. And so did it even matter? But yet they were pissed. They were mm-hmm. pissed that he wasn't going to be in the video. Mm-hmm. He was pissed that he didn't put his picture on the f- album cover. of one. I'm like, who cares? Like, people bought the album. People listened to the music. It was very popular. So why did it matter that, you know, and that's what he was trying to say. Like, why does it matter? Why do I have to do that? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be what it's about. And that's what they were trying to make it about. Yeah. Um, it was it was a, just a sad story to me of how he lost. He basically mm-hmm. just felt like he was losing control. And then, you know, everything happened for him. It, like, it was like, boom, boom, boom. His, you know, mm-hmm. his lover dies. His mother dies. He gets caught, like, yes. diddling. Yeah. His mother dies. Mm-hmm. And then um, he ended up... Remember when he got pneumonia and he mm-hmm. almost died and he was in Austria? Yeah. Yeah. And that he, was scary. Yeah. yeah. And then he came out and he was like so frail. And then he died like a few years later. Yeah. And then like the last photos of him with him like so bloated. Uh, you know, just to kind of go back. Um, <clears throat> I just, just really felt fault for him because mm-hmm. here is a man who, you know, again, we talked about how the music industry wanted him to be the sex symbol and this, you know, he didn't want to be that anymore. And I think he, you know, was trying to deal with the fact that he knew he was gay and never really was, you know, coming out about that. And then when he saw, you know, his, you know, I mean, I hate to use the word lover. I mean, I know they weren't married or whatever, but I mean, in the sense, it would be for like us, it would be your soulmate, like the person that you truly felt was your soulmate. And he met this man and he helped him come to terms with this is what love is. This is what I've been looking for my whole life. This was the one for him. And then the fact that their time together was so short and then he passed away, it, it was really touching and very of sad. AIDS. I know. Of AIDS. AIDS related illness. It's and, awful. I know. And just the whole time, what I was thinking of was my God, can you imagine? your loved the person that you loved so much in life like i'm talking about not like your children or that but the your person that is your your person right you, you feel like is your soulmate and to have you know that intense love and desire and that passion and to have that person only be in your life for such a short term mm-hmm. and then the rest of your life dealing with that pain and trying to move past it and just never really feel like you could ever find anybody to take that person's place or to ever be that happy again. I just really felt for him. I'm just like, God, I mean, that's a part of what made me like feel sad inside because I'm like, I can't even imagine that happening. No, like that. It's gotta soul be, crushing. It is. And I think that it would be soul crushing for anybody, but especially when you've finally come to terms about who you are, exactly. it's even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, they did talk a lot about um, listening without prejudice and older uh, they have like this big old set of older coming out now that mm-hmm. they're we're going to release in July, but now we're releasing in August because the uh, request for it has been too high and they didn't have enough produced. Mm. 
It's two hundred plus dollars for that. Are you serious? I am not purchasing. I'm um, now your disposable income over there. No, no, yeah, no disposable mm-hmm. income for that. Um, but the George Michael store today has a sale. It's twenty five percent off everything. Mm-hmm. They have a faith tea that I have been eyeing mm-hmm. for. I want you to know that that's what I did yesterday. Yesterday I had to clean, and the whole time I was cleaning. I asked my device because I don't say its name out loud because, you know, Bruce will will come on and be a jerk. Uh, So I asked it to play music by George Michael and then I asked it to play music by Wham. And that's all I listened to yesterday. I was just so touched by everything. Like I just, I feel like seriously, like I can't get it off. Like I just kept listening. And then like some of the songs that like Jesus to a child. Oh, my God. Mm. Like that song, it's heart wrenching. It is like when I was listening to it yesterday, and then um, oh, what's the other one? I don't know. I can't think of the name of it right My now. My favorite later song he did, like later on in his mm-hmm. career, it like it it changes, but it has been for quite all too funky. Oh, I love that. Song. I too funky. I love, love that, song. that song. I do too. And I just think you know, if he was alive now, he'd be. What, 60? Somewhere around 60, something like that, right? And he'd still be making music. Yeah, I'd I think still he was be born like, in 1963. So, yeah, so yeah, I think he. Yeah, so he'd be yeah. like almost 60. Yeah. So I would just, I'd still be sitting here drooling. Oh. It wouldn't matter. I don't care. I mean, I know. He was. I don't have the, the a I don't very have good the parts. looking man. He was, you know what? And it was, it was just, it was the way he presented himself. Mm-hmm. And his persona on stage and the way that he just... And here's the thing. The and way I, that he took care of people. And, and, and this is going to sound funny because I'm like in the Wham! days and then like, you know, in the beginning of his career, like as a solo artist. I mean, I know like, you're like oh, he was a sex symbol, whatever. I mean, I know he... But, but still, he like had tight jeans on and a leather jacket. He always presented himself classy. That's what I like about George Michael. He always looked classy. He wasn't like making himself out to be some kind of like, oh, look at me, I'm so hot and good looking. And you, I'm gonna walk around, you know, with my shirt way unbuttoned, like, you know, gross and chains and, you know, like your stereotypical, like, oh, I think I'm so hot. Um, he always presented like when he had his suits on. I mean, and see, and that's the thing, like, this is what I don't think some men understand. But to women, a man like in a nice suit that to us is hot we don't want we're not all about like i'm not saying like okay he's not good looking if he had his shirt off okay yeah oh yeah he's hot but i would much rather see him in a in a suit all like dressed up and looking classy that's what turns women on women are interested in seeing the seeing naked men and all that stuff, like I know, men are turned on by all that crap, and because they're 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 more visual. I know, I know, and but women are not, and so for us, like you know, seeing those things, seeing George Michael in those suits and everything, like that to me was like hot. He would, looked classy. Again, I know he had a little goatee going on, but I still think he's a clean cut boy. Yeah, the goatee, I wasn't really, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't like, hey, I love this goatee, right, dude. Right, right. But, but, you know. No, that's okay. You that's know? okay. Everybody's got, if that was what he liked, right. then that's what he liked. He's and can have a goatee. But what I'm saying is that it wasn't like, you know, some gross scraggly beard. It was very, like, well-shaved and 
you know, it looked good on him. But <clears throat> but yeah, he was like a nice, clean cut boy. Yeah. So like if you want right now, if you want like a faith T-shirt, it's with a guitar on the front. Forty dollars. It's still cheaper than the concert T-shirts. that we were just we were just looking at. I mean, uh, but anyway, we, we should have talked about that in our other podcast about how ridiculous some of those concert T-shirts were in price. But anyway, yep, mm, I agree. But anyway, so, so what's your favorite? What's your favorite George Michael song? And they will ask what your favorite Wham song it's gonna is. It's going to be really hard because there's a couple. I don't have one. You don't have a favorite Wham song? <laughs> oh, so. my I gosh. I, I Can I talk about Wham first? Sure. Okay. So I love Edge of Heaven. Mm. I love that song. But there's also a, oh, what's the other one I also really like. Uh, I'm Your Man. Yes. So those are the two I have a trouble deciding between. Mm. I just love both those songs. Love them to death. Um, I love Battle Stations. All I want to give you yes. is a good time. Honey. Yes, that is it. I'm telling you, I'm playing. That was really nice head. yesterday when I was asking him to play music by Wham because I heard all these songs that I haven't heard in forever and I forgot about them. And I'm like, oh my God, I love that song. Oh my God, I love that song. So I was like singing. I'm sure my family was really excited because I don't sing well. Um, but oh God, my favorite George Michael song, that's really hard. I mean, like I love A Different Corner. Mm-hmm. Love that song. Love it. But that's like a ballad. But I have to say like I love, okay, I love Freedom 90. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, you know, we just talked about it. I love, um, I like You're Too Funky for Me. Oh. Um, I love, um, we, what were we just talking about? Uh, we were just talking about it. What song? Later song. We were just talking, literally just talked about it like five seconds ago. Fast Love. Yeah, Fast Love. I love that song. Um, but I also like Father Figure. Even though I, I kind of, I looked up the lyrics yesterday. I really kind of feel like it might be a petty song. I, I know that Ruth doesn't want to believe it because it's a George Michael song. I refuse. But I mean, it, it, I mean, put your tiny hand in mine. Look at Wait, me with the eyes of a hands. child. I refuse. <laughs> I think she might be underage, but that's okay. I, I know. Refuse. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm looking through. But he has so many. This, the problem is he has so many songs that are really good. And like I said, I was listening to. Um, you know, just asking to play George Michael songs yesterday. And I was hearing so many songs. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I remember this song. And oh, my God, that song is so beautiful. Oh, my God, that song is so touching. This song has so much meaning to it. It's like, oh, my gosh, I forgot. What year did we see him in concert? I don't know. You know what? I was looking for my, uh, I got to look for my scrapbook with the tickets. Because I saw the Faith Tour. You didn't go with us for that, right? I don't know why. I don't either. You, um, I must have been something. That something must have happened. Well, I but don't know. We saw but that him. might have been in that period of time when you were dating someone that you just went to all the concerts with that person. Because that's uh, maybe. I feel like there's a period of time where maybe. I never went to any concerts with you, and I think that's why. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. And then, well, that was a mistake. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, well, you live, you learn, people. Um, and then we saw him around older. When's the last time he toured the U.S.? I don't know. We have let's, to, we'll let's, look it up. 
We will Google it. Is we'll ask the Google machine. Time, George Michael toward toward the U.S. I want to say I feel like it was the early two thousands. Twenty nineteen. It wasn't twenty nineteen. No we, way. No. Um, how could he have toured U.S. in twenty nineteen? He was deceased. He, he was dead. Yeah. So, survey says that is an accurate information. 2012 that was his last ever gig was 2012 that's and that was at earl's court and i've watched a lot of that it was 25 live it was 25 live that's when we saw him it was 25 live 2008 okay i was gonna say because i thought it was before we had elizabeth or john like i know we had Karen Ryan, but I didn't think we had two children yet. 25 Live, the tour was the most commercially successful tour of 2006 2007 in Europe. First tour in over 15 years. Yeah, it was 25 Live. Okay. Yep, that's what it was because he's saying. Go to flawless, go to the city, fast love, father figure, star mm-hmm. people, 97. First time I ever saw your face, praying for time. <gasps> That's the praying sign for, for time. time. That's the sign I couldn't think of the name of. Do that do is do the song. Do do that is such a good song. Oh my God. I'm trying to see where we saw them. That's European, North American. Mm-hmm. We saw him July 9th at the United Center. Mm hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I knew we were at the United Center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely we <laughs> yeah. were. Mm-hmm. We didn't have great seats, but I didn't care. We didn't give I just, I was just like, if I could only fly down to that stage and grab his mm-hmm. butt. I remember you were, yes. He was, I mean, just, and, you know, I told my husband many, many times if I had a hall pass, which I think is a really stupid concept. I yes, had a hall it pass. <clears throat> it would be George Michael, so he wouldn't have to worry because I don't have the anatomy that he's looking for. <laughs> so for me, I have a really big love for this song. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of really good songs. Just in case I get sued. But love that song. I love this song so freaking much. I, I count to 10, but I don't know how and I don't know when to open my eyes. If you kiss me again, like you did just now, like you did just then, mm-hmm. just do it again. I've had the rest. Now it's time I had the best. Ooh, I love that song. Oh, George. Oh, George. I know. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Monkey is my favorite off of Faith. For sure. For sure. Are we going to pick off albums? No, that's my favorite <laughs> off Faith. I don't know what my favorite George Michael song is because There's it's very hard to pick. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. I had like 10 already now. Favorite George Michael songs. For Wham, I do think it's either Battle Stations or I'm Your Man. Mm-hmm. Get it, I I'm also really love Where Did Your Heart Go? I love that song. I love Careless Whisper. I still consider it a Wham song because Andrew did do help. It, do it right. Do like it Do it with right. me. 
Yeah. So I love, I love. <laughs> Ruth and I kind of went off. Yeah. For a moment. <laughs> right. We were in our memory banks. And, you know, but, and, and Ruth was thinking about George and I was thinking about Andrew. So yeah, that makes that, it perfect. <laughs> but you know what? That's okay. Life no, goes on. But this is why Ruth and I can get along because even though I find we George can. Michael very kidding. attractive, I would have not had any problem with like. You're going to love that book. You can have him. Andrew's book. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to love that book. There's lots of photos. Mm-hmm. You're going to be very, very happy. <laughs> Might be a happy girl. You'll be a happy girl. Yes. Just don't drool all over it. I'll try not to. Yeah. Um, I'll wear a bib. Yeah, right. So like such a loss and just, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about what my absolute favorite like wham song would be truly all the stuff from fantastic was like campy and they were making fun of each other. i love that crap i know that's what's fun about you it. know i love it i love that club tropicana i know drinks are free fun and sunshine there's enough for everyone mm-hmm. like you hear that and you're like okay. <laughs> um wham rap was hilarious. oh my god i love that song you know what was interesting is that and they were talking about like when Wham came out, like what was going on. I mean, we saw some of this in the United States, but I think it was worse in England. But the economy was crap. It was the eighties. We, you know, we saw that happening here. But you know, the youth there were very disillusioned, and so. But then here comes Wham. These two good-looking boys just singing and having a good time and just having fun. And, and they didn't care. They didn't care. They, you know, they were going to be all depressing about like, oh, the, the world's a depressing, you know. They came along and were just like, let's just have fun and enjoy life. Yeah, until like praying for time comes out and then you're like, oh. Oh, that's. The rich declare themselves mm-hmm. poor. Some of us are not that, sure. Oh, that line is oh like. Oh, my God. I know. And then I love. And that one guy even said, I don't remember who it was in the movie who even said, um, I think it was, um, what's his name? Who does all the Mark Rob? Yeah, Ronson? Mark Ronson. Yeah, yeah, I think he's the one who said the line, charity is a coat you wear two times a year. Yeah. That is an excellent, excellent lyric because it is so effing true. It is true. It is so true. That's why, you know what? Honest to God. I try to not be like that. I know. A lot, most, a lot of us try not to be like I know. that. I know. But it is. For a lot of people, charity is a coat mm-hmm. you wear two mm-hmm. times a year. Yeah. Wow. I know. Like, it's just... It, it, doesn't it amaze you how somebody could just sit down and write this stuff? I like, know. I would never... I know. ...be able... I, I have a hard time making out my list of to-dos for the day. Well, the fact that he can write all those lyrics, but then he can write the music... And I mean, it's just, I don't... And do the instruments and sing right. it I mean, and produce it. I've always been in awe of people with musical talent because, as I've said millions of times, I have none. So when you don't have a talent in something that you kind of... Like, I always wish I could sing well because I love to sing. Mm-hmm. And so I always wish I could do it better and, and, and be more into music. And I'm just it's just not my forte. Um, so I'm always, like, so in awe of people who are so talented. Mm-hmm. It just blows my mind. It's like, how is someone that talented? Yeah, it's very sad. Mm-hmm. I'm very sad about him not being here. So, mm-hmm. anything else you want to add? Um, I don't think so. I mean, other than the fact that, um, if anyone has the opportunity to ever see that movie, like as I know, it's only in theaters. Was only there Thursday. Um, no Wednesday. Sorry, because today's Friday. 
It was only there on Wednesday, but if they have the opportunity to watch it, I think they should. Yeah, I, I can't see that it not going on some sort of streaming service yeah. or I don't mm-hmm. know. We know it. I mean, they premiered it how many years ago? Okay, how what? can I forget about all the wonderful duets he did? Oh, yeah, the duets. You know, my favorite one is I Knew You Were Waiting yeah, For Me yeah. with Aretha Franklin. You know how sad I was watching that? And I was like, they're both dead. I know. I mean, how morbid is that? I'm I like, know. oh, they're both dead. And, and then like him with Whitney, Whitney Houston, Houston. and know, I'm like, same thing. They're both dead. I know. And then his duet with, of course, Tony Bennett, John, who's still alive. I know, but barely because he's dementia. I know, but, but and then you know Elton John, which I know you love mm-hmm. so much. Love it. And you know, I know. Yeah, he he had this ability to transcend genre, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I think that a lot of people were really I, pissy with him about they that. They were. And I, I found that part very, that was really interesting. That glass night kind of, I ain't gonna lie. I was pissed at glass night. I'm uh-huh. like, who the hell are you? Like, what do you care? But that whole thing was like, just very interesting. I never really knew about that. And I think it's just because of our age. We probably just. Yeah, we didn't. We, had, we were too young to even notice it. I right. Mean, but like all that was going on. And, and how, honestly, like, he probably was too young to notice it too, because he's not that much older than us. He's seven years older than us. But I mean, I'm sure like, it, it's like, it, it's not like he was, I just find things interesting, but people get themselves all riled up about yes, that. Yes. About the fact that he was winning R&B awards. I mean. Again, it's not like he was deliberately trying to corner that market and take it away from people who right. traditionally sing those songs. Right. Uh, let's not forget that Jethro Tull won a Grammy for Best Hard Rock Performance, and it's Jethro Tull. Uh-huh. So come on. I mean, people need to like relax. It's, it's, Dolly Parton's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's relax a little bit. People. Exactly. It's just a... It's just, it's just an award. Mm-hmm. Like you aren't going to do any other business. Like you're going to like, do, whatever. It's stupid. You know, there there are people in my profession that wins, a, that wins, that win awards all the time. And I'm like, mm, but you know what? What do I care? Mm-hmm. I mean, does it affect me? No. no. I mean, if you have to feel like if I don't win an award that you're, does it equate to that means anything about what you've done? No. Then there's no. a problem. No. No, and if you think that, yeah, if you think there is, and you really got a problem, you got something. Because the majority so. of us do not win. Awards. We don't. Yeah, no, right. no. And and honestly, people are going to forget you won that award a year from mm-hmm. now. They are because I don't remember this stuff. What do right, I care? exactly. And a lot of times, like some of these things that win, like how many times have you watched like the Grammys and like, ooh, the best new artist award goes to and like that you person, never hear from them again. Right, they never went anywhere. It's a sophomore slump. So it's the same it, thing with housewives. They get a sophomore slump. But it's just funny because, but people get so bad out of shape. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe she won that. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> There's like, so many other things to worry about. Like when your next concert is or how much you're going to spend on t-shirts. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I did. I mean, yeah. if I add up how much I spent on t-shirts mm-hmm. in the last week, then I'd be yeah. like, mm. yeah. coming from someone who decided, who said, I'm not buying any more concert t-shirts. I lie. She's a liar, people. I'm a liar. Big fat liar. All right. Well, um, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We would love to hear what your favorite George Michael slash Wham Mm -hmm. composition is. And if anyone else had actually had an opportunity to see the movie, uh, we'd like to know what your takeaways were from the movie. 
Um, and if you had the same reactions that we did. Yeah, because it was. I, I'm still thinking about the movie oh, I two mean, days later. I am too. And like I said, I, I want to find that Chris Martin collaboration with George Michael with I don't know how they did that did they just I think he just spliced it together but I was like I wonder if it's on Apple Music I'm like holy bleep because I'll look on Apple Music seriously like I couldn't move like it was heart-wrenching we were I was like glued and I'm just listening to the song and I'm like oh my god like it was just resonating with me and I I just and I just got so sad and I'm just like oh my god this is beautiful yeah we felt like we couldn't leave. I know. And, and we weren't the only ones. There was lots of people who were like, it was so quiet in there. It wasn't even like, you know how like at the end of a movie, people are leaving, they're talking and stuff. Nobody was talking. Yep. It was, that was probably by far the most quiet that I've been in a theater. No, but people laughed at the funny parts. They like that was the nice. funny part. But yeah. it, overall, at mm-hmm. that point, that was the most quiet. You could hear a pin drop. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next episode. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to 80s Music Rewind with Ruth and Lori. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.